Welcome to Unhacking Democracy, a podcast that jumps down the rabbit hole to explore the world of information manipulation in the social media age. If I were to ask you whether your views have been manipulated by the information you receive on social media, what would you say? I know what I would say. I would say no, I don't think they have. I trust the sources of information I receive. I'd probably be a bit defensive about it. That would be my first response. More recently, I'm not so certain. You see, information manipulation is nothing new. Historians have found examples of propaganda dating back as far as 515 BC. And since then, in every era and every country, information and disinformation have been used as tools to achieve political objectives. From the writings of Roman historians, to the Napoleonic Wars, to the Cold War, and at all times in between. But at certain points in history, propaganda has changed. In the mid to early 1400s, when the Catholic Church was at its most powerful, the challenge that those experimenting with new printing technology faced was how to quickly and effectively manufacture the small rectangles of metal with an individual letter on the end used for printing. In 1439, Johannes Gutenberg became the first European to use movable type, this system where each letter is a separate piece of metal called type, which can be rearranged to make any number of words. A system he unlocked by inventing a hand mould in which he cast type, using a special alloy that was a mixture of lead, tin and antimon, and which melted at a relatively low temperature, allowing for faster and more economical casting. This invention was pivotal in the creation of the first movable-type printing press in Europe, and its arrival introduced the era of mass communication, which permanently altered the structure of society. The relatively unrestricted circulation of information, including revolutionary ideas, transcended borders, broke the monopoly of the literate elite on education and learning, and empowered the emerging middle class. It played a key role in the development of the Renaissance, the Age of Enlightenment, and the Scientific Revolution, and laid the foundation for the modern knowledge-based economy. However, it wasn't long before the first information war broke out. There had been many attempts to reform the Catholic Church to reduce the power of the Pope and the clergy before the Protestant Reformation, but the church's power was such that these were easily quashed. Martin Luther, the leader of the Reformation movement, was the first to make full use of the printing press to disseminate information and overcome existing power structures. Pamphlets and leaflets were printed in vast numbers and spread across Europe. Luther's 95 theses, his list of questions for debate within the church, which he supposedly nailed to the door of the Wittenberg Castle Church, was reproduced for all to read and the mass production of the Bible allowed everyone to own and interpret it for themselves. With the help of the printing press, the movement swept across Europe. In general, Northern Europe, with the exception of most of Ireland, came under the influence of Protestantism. Southern Europe remained Catholic, while Central Europe was a site of fierce conflict, culminating in the Thirty Years' War, which left it devastated. And the printing press was at the centre of it all. Anyway. I only mention all of this because the subtext for this podcast is that we are at another inflection point in the technology of propaganda. You see, this story began for me after reading a couple of articles in the Guardian newspaper about a shady organisation called Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica and its sister company Aggregate IQ mine vast amounts of voter data from social media and use it to create psychological profiles for individual voters. 
Together with political campaigns, they target these people based on their psychological profile, with information specifically designed to appeal to them, often regardless of its accuracy. After reading these articles, a sense of unease crept over me. I'd been working on another podcast with a friend about the implications of artificial intelligence, and I couldn't help wondering how the use of AI in these techniques would make them increasingly effective in the future. A dark, dystopian vision reared up in my mind. What if voters could be psychologically hacked? But no one seemed to be talking about this. I shared my concerns on Facebook, but I got the sense that people either viewed it as a conspiracy theory or just didn't want to engage. The idea of it being possible was simply too disturbing to contemplate. So this podcast is for people who are also worried about the risk of information manipulation, who want to follow me as I try and piece together what is going on, how it's happening, and what we can all do about it. I'm not a journalist or a professional podcaster. I'm a concerned citizen, doing this in my spare time because I think it's important. So bear with me as I get to grips with the medium. I'll be talking to academics and researchers about disinformation campaigns, technology experts who can explain the ins and outs of the technology that companies like Cambridge Analytica might be using, and discussing the psychology of the manipulation of political views. I might even find out if I've been manipulated myself.